Blog Talk Radio. far away we cut down people in your name but the sword was never ours to swing Jesus friend of sinners the truth becomes so hard to see the world is on their way to you but they're tripping over me Always looking around but never looking up I'm so double-minded A plank-eyed saint with dirty hands And a heart divided Oh, Jesus Friend of sinners Open our eyes to the world At the end of our pointing fingers Let our hearts be Led by mercy Help us reach with open hearts and open doors Oh Jesus, friend of sinners Break our hearts for what breaks yours Love 
Are you putting me on microphone? Shalom, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. Praise God. Hallelujah. To each one of you. Praise the name of the Lord as we come together in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm trying to get back in the chat room here. Can you see me in the chat room, bud? Okay. I'm not. not Father, we just thank you and just praise you. Lord, we pray you make a way that seems to be no way. Lord, I just praise and thank you for each brother and sister that's here. Lord, I just thank you for the ones in the chat room. I thank you for the ones by phone. Lord God, I pray that uh, you would help each one of us. Father, that we come humbly before you and pray that you're with us through all things and that we focus on you. And this is the time to worship and honor you and to hear your voice and to hear the message you have for us. And, Lord, that we share it from the heart. And, Lord, that we would not be distracted by the things of this world. But, Lord, we would focus on you, that we've come to a place that is the place to rest and be at peace and to sit at your feet and hear your voice. And, Lord, we just pray that we need the anointing. We need the fire of the Holy Spirit. We need the flood of the living water upon us. And, Lord, we pray that we open our hearts, we open our hearts and our ears and our eyes to the truth. And, Lord, let your spirit fall. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. You make a way that seems to be no way.
names on the churches, the denominations, whatever. Well, brothers and sisters, in this Harvest America, in Fort Worth and Dallas, there was over a thousand churches involved bringing this about. Praise God! They were they were sponsoring this, or they were helping to make this happen. And not only did they have the big group there at Harvest America in ATT and Stadium, but they were simulcasting across computers and TVs and radio stations all over this country, all 50 states, Canada, Mexico, and other places in the world. Over 6,000 places were hearing this message in the praise and worship. It was probably one of the biggest praise gatherings uh, and, and, and ministry and service there ever was. It glory to the Lord. It was a little taste of just thinking about uh, 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 praising and worship in that much, that many people to the Lord God in heaven, you know. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, glory to the Lord. Let's continue to worship and honor the Lord as we worship and honor because of his great name your great name lord hallelujah
as his love-giving blood was poured out to wash away our sins. Oh, we worship and honor you, Lord. You glorious and mighty, risen King now. Hallelujah. Praise your wonderful name. That you are our soon-coming King, praise God. And Lord, that we would focus on you. Lord, that we would pay attention to you. That we would hear you speak, O oh Lord. And Lord, these messages that you've given your servants, that the servants of God and the sons and daughters of God and all that are lost and seeking would hear your voice, Lord, that we are just vessels. And you are the one who brings the truth. You are the one who brings life and the message of life and hope. And there is no hope without you, Lord Jesus. There is none. Only through you. And we need you, Lord. And we just thank you and praise you. We bring forth the message as you put on our heart to share to the brethren. And we humble ourselves. And we say, have your way, Lord Jesus, have your way. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord, brothers and sisters. Ah, oh, welcome the Lord now, brother. Kawal Jawadi, bless my brother. Hallelujah. And there's Sister Nicole. Bless you, sis. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's Brother Al. Praise God. Welcome to the Lord, thou brother Al. Hallelujah. And for uh, Sis Janet, praise God. And, and Brother Jay, bless you. And Brother Javon, hallelujah, my brother, hallelujah. And Brother Mr. 2262, praise God. And the guests, praise God. And all that are listening on Blog Talk is our sister. Bless, sis. Bless you, Sis Crystal, praise God. And all the others. I think Sis Annette, uh, she listens on my phone, and many others, praise God. And all that have come, that we will uh, come together and worship and honor the Lord and fellowship and, and have joy. And, uh, uh, you know, as the world seemed like spinning out of control, all the crazy stuff going on. But God knew all this was going to happen. He's not caught off guard. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And, you know, one thing I've been noticing, brothers and sisters, that out of the prophetic words and all that we're hearing and based on the word of God, we're prepared. It's not going to catch us off guard. You know, it's going to be exciting. It is exciting, the time we live in, that God raised us up. And we were born for such a time as this, just like the greats of the Old Testament, David and Moses and the prophets, Elijah and Isaac, I, I mean Isaiah, excuse me, and Ezekiel and Daniel and many others. God has called us for such a time as this, brothers and sisters. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, brothers and sisters, the message tonight and what I'm learning from the Lord, <laughs> what it all boils down to, whatever doctrine people believe and whatever they, you know, different things is going to come down to your heart and soul. Where is your heart and where is your soul? Amen? Shalom, brothers and sisters, grace and mercy from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ be filled with the life-giving Holy Spirit tonight. Amen. Brothers and sisters, and all who are seeking truth, tonight the Lord wants us to know that it is a heart matter. He knows everyone's heart very well. He knows who, whose heart is alive and whose heart is of stone. Yes, all people are alive and breathing. God gives all men and women a living soul. Like I said last week, this is the true image of God. 
when the Godhead said, let's make man in our own image. This is what he was talking about, the living soul, the spirit of God which gives life. In this world, in parts of God's creation, he formed man from the dust of the ground and gave him a body of flesh. Then he breathed into his nostrils and gave him his life-giving spirit, a living soul. Let's look at this. Genesis 1.26. Amplify darling. Then God said in verse 26, Let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make a man in our, our image, according to our likeness. Not physical, but a spiritual personality and moral likeness. Genesis 1.26. Yes. And let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the cattle, over the entire earth, and over everything that creeps, crawls on the earth. Now, brothers and sisters, why would God say that at the last part, that creeps and crawls on the earth? Hmm. Who did uh, Adam and Eve, I mean, was confronted by? And as you see this, and I was pointing out to Sister Brenda, only thing they had to do is said, leave us alone, Satan. We have authority over this earth, and you have no place here. Because God gave them complete authority. See that? God gave them complete authority. Amen? Hallelujah. And the other scripture is Genesis 2-7. Genesis 2, verse 7. Then the Lord God formed, that is, created the body of a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being, an individual complete in body and spirit. So by the word of God, we see that God, our creator, gave us life, gave us a living soul and a body too. You see, in verse 26, God said, let us, Amen. This means the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are in unity and all involved in the creation of man and heaven and earth. Amen. One powerful point to unbelievers or skeptics out there. The word dust they have seen and scientists is proving that God created man and the animals. Dust. Listen to this, listen to this point. The essential chemicals found in the soil are also found in humans and animals. This scientific fact was not discovered until recent times, but God is displaying it here. Amen? So now you have more facts or reason to know that there is a God, and he is the creator of you and all other created ones. You need to determine what are you going to do with this wisdom and apply it to your life. This is a matter of life and death for you and when you face eternity. So the first thing we will look at through the word of God is soul. Amen? The meaning and definition of soul, the meaning and definition of soul, the principle of life, feeling, thought, and action in humans regarded as a distinct entity separate from the body and calmly held to be separable 
in existence from the body, the spirit part of humans as distinct from the physical part. Amen. Hallelujah. Just like the Word of God says. The spirit part of humans regarded in its moral aspect or as a belief to survive death, be subject to happiness or misery in the life to come. A human being person. Now, this is a definition from a reference dictionary. Isn't it amazing? What's even there? Hallelujah. Oh, yes, your presence, O Lord. Hallelujah, the presence of the Lord. Glory to his name. Woo, hallelujah. This makes us different than the animals. God spoke and created all the living things, but he took his time, and he took his hand, and formed men from the dust of the ground, and he blew his life-giving breath into the nostrils of man to give them life, and they were like the essence of God. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. So now let's see what else the Word of God says about souls. Amen? Genesis 2-7, we just read it, but it's so powerful. And the Lord God formed man out of the dust of ground and breathed into his nostrils and the breath of life, and a man became a living soul. Amen? We have a living soul. Okay, now let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. But if from this thou from but if from this thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. If thy seek him with, with all thy soul. Amen. God wants the complete person. Like in that song, Chris Tomlin. I owe all to you because Christ died for each one of us. Amen. How much do you owe somebody if they die for you? How much more do we owe to the Son of God that he died for us? Amen. He put it all out there for each one of us. Even though we were sinners, we were enemies of God. The thing that God hates the most, his son died for. God have mercy. Hallelujah to his name. What love. What mercy. What mercy and love God has. How can anyone reject that? I don't know. It astounds me. The attitudes of people. They've been hanging around the devil way too long. God have mercy. Deuteronomy. Oh, his presence is here. Deuteronomy 6, verse 5. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I'll bring forth your word. Yes, Father, they need to hear. I know. Yes. Oh, praise your name. Praise your name, Lord. Yes. I will. Yes, Lord. Deuteronomy 6, verse 5. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thine soul and with all thy might. Amen our total self, our total being, what makes us. Deuteronomy 10, verse 12. Deuteronomy 10, verse 12. Hallelujah. And now, Israel, what does the Lord thy God require of thee 
but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways. There's that word all again. It's, I mean, here's all everywhere. Glory to God. All means all. And to love him and to serve the Lord thy God with all your heart and with all thy soul. Amen. Heart and soul. To walk in all his ways and fear the Lord thy God. Hallelujah. You can't go you can't come to God half heartedly. You have to come with the whole heart. And it shall come to pass, if ye shall hearken diligently unto my commandments. I'm sorry, baby. Deuteronomy eleven Deuteronomy eleven verse thirteen. And it shall come to pass, if ye shall hearken diligently unto my commandments, which I command you this day, to love the Lord thy God, to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. Amen, heart and soul again, to love the Lord your God. And 10, we saw that to fear the Lord thy God. And 11, 13, we see to love the Lord thy God. Amen, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, again, the Holy Spirit wants to show us wisdom with what we are dealing with today, amen. We all want to know from the Lord who is true prophet, who is having dreams from the Lord, who is truly hearing from God, hear from his powerful word and the Holy Spirit teaching us. Deuteronomy, this one's important, baby. Deuteronomy 13, 1 through 5, and the title for this section of scripture, Shun Idolatry. Shun idolatry. If a prophet arises among you, or dreamer of dreams, and gives you a sign or wonder, and the sign or wonder which he spoke foretold to you comes to pass, and if he says, let us follow after other gods whom you have not known, let us serve and worship them, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and all your soul, your entire being. You shall walk after the Lord your God, and you shall fear and worship him with all field reverence and profound respect. You shall keep his commandments, and you should listen to his voice, and you shall serve him and cling to him. But that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has canceled rebellion against the Lord your God who brought you from the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of slavery to draw you away from the way in which the Lord your God has commanded you to walk so you shall remove the evil from among you. This was very serious business in the Old Testament times, brothers and sisters. Do you see verse 3? See what it says? For the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and all your soul, your entire being. So when these things come before us, let us be wise and test them by the word of God. Pray and ask the Lord about them all. 
you have the Holy Spirit. He will tell you yes, or he will tell you very quickly no. In those days, they would kill these false prophets and dreamers. We should do what the last part of the scripture says, remove the evil from among you. Don't listen. Don't read it or watch it. Amen. You will get a check in your spirit. When something is not right, if you're in tune to the Holy Spirit. All right. Hallelujah. Let's move on to Deuteronomy 30, verse 2. Deuteronomy 30, verse 2. And, and shalt return unto the Lord thy God, and shall obey his voice according to all that I commanded thee this day, thou, thou and thy children, and with all thine heart, and with all thine soul, Amen. Obey his voice with all thine heart and soul. Amen. The next section of scripture gives an example of a woman who poured out her heart and soul to the Lord. She had faith and she loved the Lord thy God. First Samuel 9 through 20. This is powerful, brothers and sisters. I read it two, I had to read it two or three times. This is powerful. About about uh, uh, this is about interceding. This is about praying. First Samuel chapter one. Excuse me. First Samuel chapter one, verses nine through twenty, starting at verse nine. So Hannah got up after eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting at his seat beside the doorpost of the temple tabernacle of the Lord. Hannah was greatly distressed. And she prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. She made a vow, saying, O Lord of hosts, if you would indeed look on the affliction, suffering of your maidservant, and remember and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. A razor shall not ever touch his head. Now, it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli was watching her mouth. Hannah was speaking in her heart, mind. Only her lips were moving, and her voice was not heard, so Eli thought she was drunk. Eli said to her, How long will you make yourself drunk? Get rid of your wine. But Hannah answered, No, my Lord, I am a woman with a despairing spirit. I have not been drinking wine or any intoxicating drink, but I have poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not regard your maidservant as a wicked and worthless woman, for I have spoken until I have for I have spoken until now out of my great concern and provocation. Then I, Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and may the God of Israel grant your petition that you have asked of him. Hannah said, let your maidservant find grace and favor in your sight. So the women, I mean, so the woman went on her way and ate, and her face was made no longer sad. Samuel is born to Hannah. The family got up early the next morning, worshiped before the Lord, and returned to the home in Ramah. Akalana knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her prayer. It came about in due time after Hannah was conceived that she gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, saying, Because I have asked for him from the Lord. What a woman of faith, a woman who loved and trusted the Lord. She knew 
who to call upon. She had a personal relationship with them. Amen. A powerful. Are we on now? Yes. Okay. All right. Praise God. My phone, uh, in the phone call, you've got to pay attention to what's going around. The, uh, the enemy, don't. Uh, he doesn't like it when we share the truth. Amen. We rebuke you, Satan. We uh, rebuke you, and we tell you to leave away the connections and the airways and the phone lines and all that are of God. And we apply the blood of Jesus over this service, over the phone lines and the connections and everybody's computers and phones. And, Lord, we stand in the authority of your name, for you have called us as servants of the Most High God. And that, Lord, we go in your name in the authority of Jesus Christ, and we give all the glory and praise, Lord. Thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Let's get back to the Word of God. A powerful point from verse 11, razor shall never touch his head. This is a requirement of a Nazarite vow which would apply to Samuel all his life. So Samson was a Nazarite. So Samuel was a Nazarite. David was from Bethlehem, which is a Nazarite, from Nazareth. And praise God, our Lord Jesus was a Nazarite. It's amazing to see God's plan come together. Amen. Hallelujah. All these great men, baby, and women were from Nazareth, where Jesus was. Amen. Powerful, huh? Job 12, go to Job 12, verse 9 through 13. Job 12, 9 through 13. Who among all these does not recognize in all these things that good and evil are randomly scattered throughout nature and human life? That the hand of the Lord has done this. In whose hand? is the life of every living thing in the breath of all mankind? Does the ear not put words to the test, just as the palate tasteth food, distinguishing between desirable and undesirable? With the age, you say, is wisdom, and with long life is understanding. And Job speaks of the power of God in conclusion, verse 13. But only with him are perfect wisdom and might. He alone has true counsel and understanding. Amen. Go to the one who has perfect wisdom, true counsel, and understanding. Amen. That's who you should go to when you're facing things in your life and when you're facing things you can't handle in your own strength. Go to the Lord. Go to the Lord first. Amen. Go to the Lord first. Hallelujah. All right, praise God. Let's move on to Psalm 6, verse 4. Psalm 6, verse 4. Return, O Lord. Deliver my soul. Oh, save me for thy mercy's sake. Amen. Only the Lord God can deliver our souls and save us too. Amen. Praise his name. Psalm 11, verse 5. Now listen to this. The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. That's the word of God, brothers and sisters. 
That's the word of God, very clear. God have mercy. Let me advise you by this word from the Lord. You want to be righteous and have trials and tests. You do not want to be wicked and violent. The Lord hateth this kind of lifestyle. Praise God. Psalm 23, verse 3. Psalm 23, verse 3. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Amen. The Lord is the only one who can restore our souls. Psalm 33, verse 20. Psalm 33, verse 20. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. We long for the Lord to come and take us home to heaven. We have to wait upon the Lord and trust him. Amen? Wait upon the Lord. Song 34, verse 22. Song 34, verse 22. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust them him shall be desolate. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Grab hold of that promise. Amen? The Lord will take care of his own. He will bless you and watch over and protect you. He will provide for you. He is able. He's almighty God. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Song 35, verse 9. Song 35, verse 9. My soul shall be joyful in the Lord, it shall rejoice in his salvation. Amen? Rejoice in the Lord always again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always again, I say rejoice. Rejoicing, rejoicing, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always again, I say rejoice. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Psalm 42, verse 2. My soul thirsteth oh, for God. My soul thirsteth for God. For the living God. When shall I when shall I come and appear before God? What does your soul thir uh, uh, thirst for? This is the question the Lord is asking each of you listening. Amen. The Lord God. The living God. Not not some idol. Not some person. Not some human person, no. Not some kind of idol. Not a wood or, or metal or marble statue. Oh, no, 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 no. A true living God. Our God is a living, breathing God. Hallelujah. Not some big old statue or... Man sitting on a you know a steel and and um, different things like that. God have mercy. Not pagan gods, but the true living God. Amen. Psalm sixty-two, verse five. Psalm sixty-two, verse five. My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. Here we are. Right now, brothers and sisters, this is where 
we are at waiting only upon God, waiting for the Lord Jesus himself to come for us. Amen. Our expectation, brothers and sisters, has to see what this, this word means. Expectation. To act or state of looking forward or anticipating. To look forward to, regard as to happen, anticipate the occurrence or the coming of. This is what we sense and feel in our hearts and souls. Amen. The coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. The next two scriptures tell us and show us how important the word of God is to our soul. Psalm 119, 129. Psalm 119, 129. The testimonies are wonderful. Therefore, doth my soul keep them. Psalm 119, 167. Psalm 119, 167. My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. Amen. Hallelujah. Love them exceedingly. Praise God. Well, are you back, brother? Um, brother Al, I hope you're back. I know. It's a, it's a battle. It's a battle when it's in place to try to come together for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, let's go to Psalm 139, verse 14. Psalm 139, verse 14. This is so powerful. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderful made. Marvelous are thy works, that my soul knoweth right well. Praise God, our awesome creator. All right, hallelujah. Let's move in. Move on into the New Testament. Matthew. Matthew 10, verse 28. And the Lord said, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. God Almighty has your life and soul in his hand, under his power. He has all final authority for our lives. Oh, yes, we have a free will. But God has final final say by how you use your free will. Amen. Matthew 11, verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am weak and lowly in heart and you shall find rest unto your souls. Come connected with the Lord. Have a personal close relationship with him. This is what a yoke was. It was a device to keep two oxen together. The stronger one was always on the right to lead and help the weaker one on the left. The Lord, with great wisdom and know the hearts of the people, knew their lifestyle, and he explained in a language they could grasp and understand. Amen? Move to Matthew 16, verse 26. Matthew 16:26. 26. 
a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? His life, brothers and sisters, lose your life for eternity? Can you name anything in this life, in this world, worth losing your life for all eternity? Nothing. Nothing in this world is worth dying for and being separated from God our Father. Amen? Matthew 22, verse 37. Jesus said unto them, unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Words from the Lord Jesus. We are to give God our entire being. Amen. Matthew 26, verse 38. Matthew 26, verse 38. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry here and watch with me. Jesus had a soul. And when he was facing death and death on a cross, he was exceedingly sorrowful in his soul. This parable, the Lord tells us here, shows that he is in total control, even over the life and death for each of us. Luke 12, verse 16 through 21. Let me get a drink. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. The parable of the world of the wealthy fool the parable of the wealthy fool do we have a few of those living this time in the world we're living in amen then he told them a parable saying there was a rich man whose land was very fertile and productive and he began thinking to himself what shall i do since i have no place large enough in which to store my crop then he said this is what I'll do. I will tear down my storehouses and build larger ones. And I will store all my grain and all my goods. You know, brothers and sisters, this is a picture of what a lot of these, uh, lot of these uh, so-called churches are doing now. God have mercy. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have... You have many good things stored up, enough for many years. Rest and relax, eat, drink, and be merry. Celebrate continually. But God said in verse 20 to him, You fool! This very night, your soul is required of you. And now, who will own all the things you have prepared? So it is. So it is for the one who continues to store up and hoard possession for himself and is not rich in his relationship toward God. Very clear picture of the gaining of the whole world and lose your soul. Amen? Now, let's go to John 12. John 12, verses 27 through 32. Jesus foretells his death. Verse 27. Oh, praise your name, Lord. How 
close you were, how sincere you were, how you poured out your heart and soul to to show who you truly were and what you were doing for each one of us. Now my soul is troubled and deeply distressed. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour of trial and agony. But it is for this very purpose that I have come to this hour, this time and place. Verse 28. Rather, I will say, Father, glorify, honor, exalt your name. Then a voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Verse 29. And the crowd of the people who stood nearby heard the voice said that it had thundered. Others said, an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, this voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now judgment is upon this world. The Senate is being passed. Now the ruler of this world, Satan, will be cast out. And if And in I, and if when I am lifted up from the earth on the cross, will draw all people to myself, Gentiles as well as Jews. Jews. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. He has defeated Satan. He has defeated the enemy of our souls. Hallelujah. Realize that he is a defeated foe. Oh, yes, he's wise and crafty. But you are more wiser through the Lord Jesus, for you have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. And that you know, when you get into the Word of God, and you apply it to your life, and you, you remember it so that you won't sin against God, and, and, and it comes alive in your life, the Word of God is more powerful than anything the devil can bring against you. And then you have the mighty Holy Spirit. There's nothing that can stand against him, not the devil. Are all the legions of demons of hell, principalities of power? The Holy Spirit is greater. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. Know who you are in Christ. Know who you are in Christ, the Lord is saying. Know who you are. You are a son and daughter of the Most High God. You are a servant of the living God. Act like it. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Ooh, glory. Mm. Hallelujah. Jesus' soul was troubled and deeply distressed for what he was going to face and do. He had trials he had to face. So we, too, will face tests and trials, brothers and sisters. This is powerful. He announcing what this will uh, do, too. Hallelujah. Jesus was going to judge Satan and defeat him, and overcome, and defeat sin, death, and hell. Hallelujah. He was going to make a way for all men, both Jews and Gentiles, to be saved, set free from sin, and Satan. Amen. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, the only point the Holy Spirit showed me, brothers and sisters, the other point the Holy Spirit showed me is this. Jesus is God and eternal. He was facing something his nature was not. Jesus was a life giver. He was facing the opposite of that. He 
life, and we know how precious life is. He is like us in this body, want to live this very nature. This is the very nature of God. We know that life is more than this, that there is eternal life, too. Jesus was facing this, not just as God, but as a man, too. He wanted to live. But he knew he had to die to reconcile mankind back to his father. He was dealing with this in feelings and emotions, just like you and me would. What a great God who loved us so much that he humbled himself even to the death on a cross. Praise God. You are surely worthy of all praise and glory, the Lord Jesus. This is the coming the Lord is saying to all who reject this is this is coming. The Lord is saying to all who reject me and whose soul is wax cold, whose heart is a heart of stone, who love sin and wickedness, who serve their own selves and even serve the defeated enemy Satan. Romans two verses eight and nine. Romans two verse eight and nine. Hear the word of God in such a time as this. But for those who are selfishly ambitious and self-seeking and disobedient to the truth, but responsive to wickedness, there will be wrath and indignation. There will be tribulation and anguish, torturing confinement for every human soul who does or permits evil to the Jew first and also to the Greek. God have mercy on your soul. That is what's coming to the people who say we're going in the tribulation. God is going to give them what they want because of their arrogance, because of their pride, and they try to say God's word says something else. But brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit has revealed to us the truth. The Holy Spirit revealed the truth to the Apostle Paul and the Apostle Peter and the Apostle John. And he's revealed it to us and to know the truth and the mysteries of God because God is sharing them with us. Amen. Know the word of God. Not the wisdom of man, but the word of God. Be not deceived, the Lord said, by no man, by no woman, no man, no nothing. Amen. Trust him. Glory to his name. Oh, the fire of God. Woo! Hallelujah. Hebrews 4, verse 12, praise God. Hebrews 4, verse 12. Now, you want to know how important the word of God is? Here it is. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing into the divining asunder of the soul and spirit and of the joint in the morrow and is a discerner of ends of the heart. The word of God is so awesome and powerful in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Now this is a powerful promise and encouragement. Praise his wonderful name. Hebrews 6, praise God. Hebrews 6, 17 through 20. By the word of the Lord, it says, in the same way God, in his desire 
to show to the heirs of the promise the unchangeable nature of his purpose, intervened and guaranteed it with an oath. So that put by two unchangeable things, his promise and his oath, in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to him for refuge would have strong encouragement and indwelling strength to hold tightly to the hope set before us. This hope, this confidence, assurance, we have as an anchor of the soul. It cannot flip. It cannot break down. Under whatever pressure bears upon it, a safe and steadfast hope that enters within the veil of the heavenly temple, that most holy place in which the very presence of God dwells, hallelujah, where Jesus has entered in advance as a forerunner for us, having become a high priest forever, according to Melchizedek. Amen. Hallelujah. What a hope we have, brothers and sisters. Praise his wonderful name. What a powerful word for the Lord. Glory to his name. That's shouting ground, brothers and sisters. Can anyone give a shout out? Shouting ground, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10, verse 37 through 39. For yet in a very little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. This is the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. But but my righteous one, the one justified by faith, shall live by faith, respecting man's relationship to God and trusting him. And if he draws back shrinking in fear, my soul has no delight in him. But verse 39, but our but our way is not that of those who shrink back to destruction. But we are of those who believe, relying on God through faith in Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and by this confident faith preserve the soul. Amen. Praise his wonderful name. Hear the words of the Lord. Praise God. All right. Whew, baby, can you turn it? Fan a little bit this way. It is, it is fire. Fire is burning. Lord, your presence is so awesome. Hallelujah. We could not do this without your anointing. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. James 1, verse 21. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluitual a yeah, superfluitual of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Amen. The living word of God who is Jesus who can save your souls. Amen. Only him. Only the living word of God. Only the son of God. Only the savior. In the Messiah, Jesus is the only one that can save our souls. Amen. First Peter 2.25 For ye 
were as sheep going astray, but now returned unto the shepherd and the bishop of your soul. Amen. Thank God for that. Amen. We're out here running around like sheep, running around without a shepherd. Amen. We had to get back into the fold. We had to come back to the pasture. Thank God the Lord was out there. As you know, the parable, he talked about the uh, one lost sheep. He leaves the 99 in the pasture, and he goes out and looks for the one lost lamb. Amen. Praise his wonderful name, how much he loves us. Praise God. The Lord teaching us and guiding us into all truth. Now we will look at the heart from the word of God. Amen. The first, first, the definition of heart, the innermost of a central part of our total being. Let's go to the word of God in Psalms 17, verse 3, praise God. 17, verse 3. Thou hast proved mine heart. Thou hast visited me in the night. Thou hast tried me. And shall and and shall find nothing. I am purpose that my mouth shall not transgress. Here the Lord God has proven and tried our hearts. Amen. Psalm nineteen verse eight. Psalm nineteen verse eight. The statues of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eye. The statues of the Lord, his word, are right and makes our heart rejoice. Amen. Song 19, verse 14. Song 19, verse 14. Let the words of my mouth in the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redemption. Redeemer, all I can say is amen. Amen, Lord. Your word is truth. Hallelujah. Your word is truth. Hallelujah. Psalm 27, Psalm 27, verse 8. When thou saidest, seek ye my faith, my heart said unto thee, thy faith, Lord, will I seek. Praise God. Hear this, brothers and sisters. These are prayers. These are songs. These are prayers that David is sharing, very heartfelt. Hallelujah. Praise God. A lot of, you know, songs are like prayers. Amen. Just, you know, just sharing your heart, sharing who you are to God, sharing what you think about him and, and how you feel about him. Amen. I mean, that's what it's all about. Praise God. It's being, being honest with God, speaking, you know, speaking to him. You know, truly like, you, you know, you would speak to your father and, and, and like you would to a best friend or, or your wife or husband, that that we trust them and, and that we would share with them. That's how, that's how, you know, that's what they were. They're examples of who our God truly is in the kind of relationship he wants. And that relationship should be greater than any other relationship we have. Amen. Praise his name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Psalm 27, verse 14. Here it is again. Psalm 27, verse 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall.
shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. The Lord shall strengthen our hearts. Amen. Psalm 28, verse 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusteth in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth. And with my song, I will praise him. Hallelujah. Our hearts should be trusting him, brothers and sisters. Amen. Our hearts should be trusting him. Psalm 37, verse 4. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. What should be the desires of your heart, brothers and sisters? What should be the desires of your heart? Can anyone answer? Amen. Amen. There it is. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you, Sis Brenda. You're paying attention. You're hearing the Holy Spirit. They should be the will of God. Amen. Praise is one of the name. And now we go to great scriptures of true repentance. Psalm 51, verse 10. Create, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. I can tell you clearly, anyone knows the Bible, if King David, who God said, a man after my own heart, has to repent, I tell you one thing, I'm sure everyone, all the rest of us need to, amen? Praise God. Psalm 51, verse 17. Psalm 51, verse 17. You okay? I know he's looking. I just wonder that you need. Okay, amen. Psalm 51, verse 17. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O God, thou wilt not despise. Amen. Great wisdom from the Lord and examples of true repentance. Brothers and sisters, a contrite heart is your humble. That it is nothing about yourself. It's about God. It's about serving him. It's about looking to Jesus, how we are to be about. That we should be about the Father's business and praying that the Father's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That we, it is not about, you know, what we make of our life in, 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 uh, in fame or fortune or anything. No, no. This is about a life of serving God here. Now, when you get to heaven and you get to the place of, of the, uh, into eternity, there will be reward for serving the Lord. The Word of God says so. But in this life, we are to focus on serving the Lord, especially in the times we're living. I mean, this is the days, the last days. These are the last days of the last days, or the last hours of the last days. We should be about telling people, warning people, telling people they need to repent and get right with God only through the Lord Jesus. He is the only way. Amen? That's what life's about. Hallelujah. Let's go to Psalms 90, verse 12. 
So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Amen? Apply our hearts to wisdom. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Lord, for your truth. One of the first scriptures I learned when I was born again. Thy word I have hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Amen. Hallelujah. Way back then, brothers and sisters. Praise God. That was part of my, uh, uh, they called it the training of a, 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 a training of, of, of born-again believers or training to be a disciple of Christ. That was training of the disciple of Christ. Proverbs 3, verse 5. Hallelujah. One of my favorite scriptures that I that I quote and know in my heart every day. Trust in the Lord with all night heart. Lean not on your understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct thy path. That's uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Those I have to say together. Amen. Do this every day. That's what I do. And believe it. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not on your understanding, but in all your ways. Acknowledge him, and he will direct thy path. All right. Let's go to Ezekiel. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 36. Praise the name of the Lord, that this was a prophecy that the Lord was sharing, and he brought to pass. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 36, verse 26 through 27. Moreover, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you, and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will keep my ordinances and do them. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You have given us a living heart. Praise God. Hallelujah. Repentance with all your heart. Listen to the word from the prophet Joel. Joel 2, verse 12, and we'll do Joel 2, uh, verse 13, too, then. Joel 2, verse 12. Therefore also, now, saith the Lord, turn ye even to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. Verse 13. And rend your heart, not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness and repenteth him of the evil. Amen. Thank you, Lord, that you forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. You see that where it talks about repentance? Turn unto the Lord your God. Turn away from your evil. Turn away from your sin, your unrighteousness, and turn to him. Amen. That's what it says. Turn. That's what repentance means. It means go from one direction and whoop. Turn and go the other direction. Go the right direction, not the wrong direction. Now, let's move into the New Testament. Hallelujah. Matthew 5, 8. Praise God, part of the Beatitudes. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You have to have a pure heart. Amen? You have to be born again. You have to be born from above. You have to have a living spirit of God in you. Matthew. Matthew 6, verse 21. 
Matthew 6, verse 21. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. What you want, what you desire, what you believe in, what you do in your life, this is the true treasure, amen? Dealing with the heart and soul. Matthew 11, verse 29. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. You shall find rest unto your souls. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. He's making this message clear. It is about your heart and it is about your soul. This next section of scripture showing the contrast of the wicked heart and the righteous heart. Matthew 12, verses 33 through 37. Words reveal character. Amen. Get a drink. Praise God. I pray this is touching someone's heart. I pray it's um, it's helping helping people grow in Christ. Amen. Helping them to become more Christ-like. All right, verse thirty-three. Either make the tree good and its fruit good. Or make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For the tree is recognized and judged by its fruit. Verse 34. You brought a viper. How can you speak good things when you are a, when you are evil? For the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. The good man from his inner good treasure brings out good things. And the evil man from his inner evil treasures brings out evil things but i tell you on the day of judgment people will have to give an accounting for every careless and useless word they speak for by the by your words reflecting your spiritual condition you will be justified and acquitted of guilt of sin and by your words rejecting me you will be condemned in sin. So very clear. You will have some kind of fruit, either good fruit or rotten fruit. Matthew 15, verse 8. Matthew 15, verse 8. The people draw up nigh unto me with their mouth, and they honor me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. The Lord knows our hearts very well. He knows who just gives lip service or truly loves him and knows him personally. Amen? Now, let's go to Matthew 24. Matthew 24, verse 42 through 51. Be ready for his coming. Now, this is the Lord speaking. 42 through 51. Now, this is the Lord speaking to us because we are looking for his coming. And I know for a fact, brothers and sisters, we're closer to his coming than the disciples were when he was speaking to them. So how much more important it is to us. And know as each day goes by, we're getting closer and closer and closer to his glorious coming. Amen? 
So, starting in verse 42, listen to the Word of God. Led by the Spirit. Hallelujah. So be alert. Give strict attention. Be cautious and active in faith. For you do not know which day, whether near or far, your Lord is coming. So you understand this. If the head of the house had known what time of the night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would have not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you who follow me must also be ready, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not expect him. Verse 45. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his master has put in charge of his household to give the others in the house their food and supplies at the proper time. Blessed is that faithful servant when his master returns and find him doing so. So right here, clearly you can say a faithful servant is one not sitting on, sitting on the rear end and not doing anything for the Lord. But it's ones that are about the Father's business, that they're staying busy for the Lord. Amen? That they are sharing the truth. They are helping the poor. They are about and being involved with the body of Christ. That's what the Lord wants us to be doing. Verse 47. I assure you and most solemnly say to you that he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But if that servant is evil and says in his heart, my master is taking his time. He will not return for a long while and begins to beat his fellow servants and to eat and drink with drunkards. The master of that servant will come on a day him in an hour which he is not aware and will cut him in two and put him with the hypocrite in that place there will be weeping over sorrow and pain and grinding the teeth over distress and anger look what the evil servant says in his heart but if that servant is evil and says in his heart, my master is taking his time. He will not return for a long time. God have mercy. It is a matter of your heart. Amen. Luke 9, Luke 9, verse 46 through 48. The test of greatness. The test of greatness from the Lord. An argument started among them as to which of them might be the greatest, surpassing the other's esteem and authority. Well, look at there. Here we are, dealing with pride. Dealing with pride. But Jesus, knowing what they were thinking in their heart, took a child and had him stand beside him. And he told them, whoever welcomes this child in my name welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me also welcomes him who sent me. For the one who's the least among all of you, that is, the one who is genuinely humble, the one with realistic self-view, he is the one who is truly great. Jesus knows our hearts, brothers and sisters. He knows what we are thinking. Amen? Now, let's go to Luke 21, verse 
26. Men's heart failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. Men's hearts will fail. God have mercy. Now, a warning from the Lord for the days we are living. Luke 21, verse 34. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with serpentness and drunkenness. I guess that's, as far as I know, that's like carousing and partying. And cares of this life, so that the day come upon you unawares. Amen. Watch and be sober. Hallelujah. Let's go to John 14, verse 1. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth I unto you. Let your heart uh, let your heart not be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen. Yes, Lord, let us trust you. Hallelujah. Again, another example, the matter of the heart. Acts 17. I mean, excuse me, but Acts 8, verses 17 through 24. Acts 8, 17 through 24. Then Peter and John laid their hands on them one by one, and they received the Holy Spirit. Now when Simon saw that the Spirit was given through laying on the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me this authority and power too, so that anyone whom I lay hands may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter said to him, May your money be destroyed along with you, because you thought you could buy the free gift of God with money? What are some of these people doing, these uh, TV evangelists or these prosperity people? Uh, they sit there and ask you to send money for the anointing? Uh, that's not too good, I do not think, by what we're seeing right here. God have mercy on their souls. Verse 21. You have no part or share in this matter because your heart, motive, and purpose is not right before God. So repent for this wickedness of yours and pray to the Lord that if possible, this thought of your heart may be forgiven you. Now, I tell you this. If the leaders in the uh, the leaders of the early church talk about that you need to repent when you do something and sin, I would think we need to, too. As Peter is telling this, this man, Simon, repent. Amen? Verse 23. For I see that you are provoked by bitterness and bound by sin. 24, but Simon answered. Pray to the Lord for me, both of you, so that nothing of what you have said will come upon me. Be sure you know where your heart is. Amen? Pray 
it is toward God and not yourself, selfish self. Amen. Pray it is toward God and not your selfish self. Romans 5, verse 5. Romans 5, verse 5. I tell you, brothers, I know what you're feeling, but I'm feeling so humble in, in, in this, you know, bowing before the Lord and understanding who we are and who he is in our lives. Amen. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the Lord, I mean, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Amen. Hallelujah. The love of God shed abroad in our hearts. All over, brothers and sisters. Abroad, that means wide, covered all. God's love is shed on our hearts. Amen. I mean, you think about where our country is, and you think about America beautiful. God shed his grace on thee, America. America in the world needs to get back to God. It is a broken world, and God is the only hope. The Lord Jesus is the only hope. Romans 8, 27. And he that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Amen. The Lord searches our hearts, and he knoweth. He knoweth it. A matter of the heart for our salvation too. Amen. Very important. Romans 10, verse 9. Romans 10, verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be Romans 10, verse 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Amen. For each of us personally. 1 Corinthians 14, 25. 1 Corinthians 14, 25. And thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, have shined in our hearts, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face. Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Praise this wonderful name. God's light has shined in our hearts, amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise God that we were dead and we've been brought back to life, hallelujah. That we had a heart of stone and you made into a heart of flesh, praise your wonderful name. That the light has come into the darkness and is bright is shining brightly in each one of our hearts and minds. Thank you, Lord. And glory to your name, Lord, that you are the light of the world. Praise God. Let our light so shine from each of our hearts, O oh Lord. Oh, 
glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Woo, get excited about God. Ephesians 3, verse 17. Ephesians 3, verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love. That means you're planted. You're planted. You're planted, and your roots are deep, deep in God's love. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. A powerful word, a powerful word that Christ dwells in your hearts. Colossians 3.15. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which are also you are called in one body. And be ye thankful. Amen to that. Amen to that. John, excuse me, James. James, John, what is it? James 4 8. James 4 8. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your heart, you double minded. Amen. This is how you draw near to God. James 4, verse 8. That's all right. James 4, verse 8. All right. We'll slow down a minute here. Amen. James 4, 8. You have that one? Praise God. The word of God is important to see. See it with your eyes. Hear it with your ears. Believe it in your heart. Amen. Amen. Let's move over one more chapter. Verse 8. James 5, verse 8. <laughs> James 5 verse 8 but ye also patience establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh this is the word of the Lord speaking to us amen establish your hearts be you also patient establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh hallelujah now let's go to First John Chapter 3, verse 20. 1 John, chapter 3, verse 20. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Glory to the name of the Lord. And then the next verse, 1 John 3, verse 21. 1 John 3, verse 21. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence toward God. Last scripture for this great lesson about our heart and soul and how important it is to have a righteous soul and a good heart. Amen. Go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 23 through 24. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through, that is, separate, separate you from the profane and vulgar thing, make your pure and whole and undamaged, consecrated to him, set apart for his purpose, and may your spirit, soul, and body be kept complete and be found blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, faith
and absolutely trustworthy is he who is calling you to himself for your salvation. And he will do it, and he will fulfill his call by making you holy. Who's making you holy? Are you making yourself holy? Oh, no, no. Making you holy. Guarding you. Watching over you and protecting you of his own. We'll finish this with the devotion from the day I put this word, I mean, I, I put this word from the Lord together to share. Amen? Our daily bread for March 6th, Power of Music. The scripture basis is, let the message of Colossians 3, uh, uh, Colossians 3, 16. Colossians 3, verse 16. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly with all wisdom through songs, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. The Sound of Music, one of the most successful musical films ever produced, was released as a motion picture in 1965. It won many accolades, including five Academy Awards, as it captured the hearts and voices of the people around the world. More than half of the century later, people still attend special showings of the film, where viewers come dressed as their favorite characters sing along during the performance. Music is deeply rooted in our soul. For followers of Jesus, it is powerful means of encouraging each other along the journey of faith. Paul urged the believers in Colossae, let Christ's teachings live in your heart, making you rich in the truth, I mean true wisdom. Teach and help one another along the right road with songs and hymns and Christian songs, singing God's praises with joyful hearts. Singing together to the Lord in bed the message of his love in our minds and souls. It is powerful ministry of teaching and encouragement that we share together. Whether our hearts I mean wherever whether our hearts cry out, Create in me a pure heart, O God, or joyfully shout, and he will reign forever and ever. The power of the music that exalts God, lift our spirits and grants us peace. Let us sing to the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your gift of music. We sing your praise together and learn of your love and power. What learn of your love and power? Music washes from the soul the dust of everyday life. Give you my heart, Lord. Give you my heart. Amen.
be a name. Thank you for loving us, Lord, that we love you so much. Thank you, Lord. Praise your wonderful name. Praise God, brothers and sisters. Praise God. Now my lovely wife, daughter of King Jesus, understand that uh, she has a message. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Let me set her up. Hello, everybody. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Amen. What the Bible says about faith. Now, Hebrews 11, 1, 2, and 3. Now, faith, the evidence of things not seen. For by it is the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the word, the world were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Amen. The Bible says very plainly about faith, that is, it is a reality, something that gives substance to things before it becomes visible to the natural eye. Second Corinthians 5-7 declares that we walk by faith, not by sight. When we are born again, we are given spiritual eyes to see things and understand things that otherwise we could not discern without the Holy Spirit. When we are submitted to the Lord, He then begins to guide and lead us by the Spirit. We follow him in faith, knowing he will not disappoint us or lead us astray. We must learn to obey him, even when we do not see or understand how he is leading us. In the process, we begin to learn what the Bible says about faith. The word of God states that whosoever is is not a faith, it's sin. That's in Romans fourteen twenty-three. Some people refer to the expression blind faith, but our faith is not a blind faith. It is a faith of a very real person, Jesus Christ. We were blind before our eyes were open to see his love, his forgiveness, but now we see him in a new life, and the world belongs to us. Increase in our faith. In Romans twelve three says, God has dealt with every man the measure of faith. We are then to allow the Holy Spirit to move in our lives so that our faith might grow in Him. God to honor our faith. There are several principles we must follow in the Word of God since faith alone cannot produce our prayer answers. In Romans ten seventeen it says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We must know the word of God for our faith to increase. Many times many ti- many times we take only a portion of this word and quote it and expect answers. When we must learn other portions 
that work along with the portions we are quoting. An example would be if we do if we do pray a prayer of faith, yet we do not obey God, our faith would be in vain. Let's look at Hebrews four eleven fourteen eleven eleven four for an example of this. By faith, Abel offered up unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gift, and by it he be, being dead yet speaketh. Why was God pleased with Abel and not with Cain? Cain's heart was not right before God. Thus his works were evil, therefore his offering was rejected. Not as Cain, who was the of the wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him, because his works were evil and his brothers were righteous. That's First John three twelve. Today, many people are doing the same thing, yet expecting God to honor the faith. God wants you and me to be faithful men and women, so that we can have good success in all that we do. Joshua one eight says, "This book of the law shall not depart out of out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night." that thou shalt mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For when thou make thy way prosperous, then thou shalt have good success. Excuse me. Hebrews 11.6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We can see by this verse that we cannot please God unless we walk in faith. Amen. The dictionary defines faith as unquestionable belief especially in God, complete trust or confidence and loyalty. Amen. Following faith, we trust God with our lives. In looking at these definitions, we can take a test and see if we are really trusting God with our lives. Test Test question number one. Do we rebelliously Okay, rebelliously question what God is doing in our lives. Do we ask God such question as, Lord, when are you going to do this thing in my life? How much longer am I going to have to wait for my answer? Why why haven't you answered my prayers, God? All of these questions, if posed rebelliously, are just the opposite of faith. They are produce they they produce doubt and are questioning what God is doing in our lives. Amen. Also, 
We are referring to people in this test who have made a total commitment to God and are trying to walk in his will. If if you have not surrendered to God, there are things that are happening to us that are not his fault because we are at the in the devil's territory. The Lord does not mind us asking any question as long as we are asking it with a submissive attitude and not question his goodness. That's right. Test question number two. Do you do we completely trust God and have our confidence in him to the degree that when we do not see our answer right away, we wait patiently instead of taking the matters into our own hands and doing our own way? Do we have the confidence in the Lord that he is doing everything under control or do we worry and fret and let anxiety rob us of our day? If we trusted him, we would believe his word and not doubt his promise. Test question number three. What about loyalty? Are we loyal to him? We ask sometimes if God was against us instead of for us. For instance, when we have prayed and asked God for an answer and we have not received that answer yet, do we begin listening to the devil? As he whispers these words to us, God hasn't answered your prayers. He doesn't really care for you. You know God has all the heaven So why hasn't he answered your prayers? Instead of our being loyal and defending the Father, we end up, end up many times agreeing with the devil and turning to God and saying, Yes, yes, God, why haven't you answered my prayers? Our devotion to the Lord should be one of defending the Heavenly Father with a statement to the enemy like, Satan, I don't know why God hasn't answered my prayers, but I know one thing. He loves me, and if nobody is hindering my answers, it's you, my and not my precious Father. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. Real faith has all the above qualities, a total confidence in God, Complete trust and understanding loyalty. We, we, do we really have faith in God? In discussing faith, we need to point out that there is that point out it is not the quality of faith that we accomplish accomplish the overcoming in our lives, but rather the the quality. Barely I say unto you, if you have faith. As a grain of mustard seed, you, I, you shall say to them to the mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. That's right. Praise God. That was Matthew seventeen twenty. It is not the amount of faith we have, but who our faith is centered in. Jesus Amen. is faith. Praise God. Amen. If we feel we do not have a significant faith to remove our mountain of difficulty we can walk we can always ask the lord to for the gift of faith this gift is the one of the one of the provisions for those who are baptized with the holy spirit first corinthians 12 9 the lord did not leave us without the tools to overcome our lack of faith we can simply ask god to give us a gift of faith we need 
for whatever problem we might have. As we are faithful to exercise our measure of faith that is being given to us, each of us, our faith will grow. Then we can believe God for greater things, even without the gift of faith. However, if we need a if we need the gift, we can ask and the Lord will supply it with our hearts if our hearts are right. Faith is not only a gift, but also fruit of the Holy Spirit, plus a part of the Christian armor. So we must so so we must see the importance of it in our Christian walk. Galatians five twenty two may be spoken as we were Christians at Thessalonia. We are we're bound to think God always for you, brother, as it is me, because that your faith groweth exceedingly and charity is every one of you all toward each other abound. So that we ourselves glory in you in the churches of God and all the, in all your persecutions and tribulations that ye endure. Faith will carry us through every trial and tribulation. Faith is not the faith is not that difficult. God made it easy. And in essence, faith is just taking one more step with Jesus. It's believing God for one more hour. And because we cannot give up on God, he comes through with our answers when we trust him.
and even global transformation. God revealed himself to Noah and the human race that was saved from extinction in Genesis 6, 9. God revealed himself to Abraham. Covenant nation was born, Genesis 17. God revealed himself to Moses and Israel was delivered from slavery, Exodus 3 through 12. God revealed himself to Saul, later to be named Paul, and the door to the Gentiles swung open wide, Acts 9. Now, now God has revealed himself. Now, God has revealed himself to you in this in a very special way. He has opened your understanding concerning the promises, the children of the righteous. The revelation belongs to you and your children. Nothing can steal it from you. Go ahead. Expect results from results just as dramatic and personal level as the building of the ark. The miracle birth of Isaac, yes. the collapse of Egyptian empire, yes. and the gospel spread into every nation. Amen. If revealed proof could could accomplish such great feats of faith for others, just what will it accomplish for you and yes. your children? Yes. Start praising God now yes. for the miracle that you need. I am going to put my children's name here. Add your children's name in this prayer declaration. Lord God, I thank you for all the revelations that you have given me, especially this revelation of the promises. You have bestowed on the children of your people This insight belongs to me. I claim it as a gift from God. It belongs to my children. Gotti, April, Jessica, Bobby, Veronica, their spouses, and their children. Also, nothing can steal it from us. It is part of this wonderful inheritance you have imparted to us. This awesome truth has come into my our home to bless, to change, and to transform us to the might that might bring blessings, change, and transformation to the world. Yes, I pray and believe that you will achieve these promises on our behalf, Lord. But more than that, I believe you will use us to achieve these promises in the lives of others. I declare that this blessing will not end with us. It will keep passing from one life to another until it encircles the globe. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Hallelujah in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Praise the name of the Lord. And know that Jesus has come to set the captives free. Amen. And the Lord was sharing with you that as you listen to this song, that you put your faith in action. 
that you see the chains being broken, that you see the chains being broken off your loved ones, off your children, off your own life, anything that's hindering you, anything that's stronghold in your life, the Lord will break it. By the anointing breaks the yoke, breaks the ungodly yoke. And he wants to be yoked with you personally. But the Lord can break the power of the enemy in the name of Jesus. So as you hear this song, as you sing this song from your heart, see it in the spirit that God is breaking chains. He's setting people free. That you're not a slave to the devil anymore. But you are a child of God. Amen. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, use your key. Use your key. Come on, Jesus. Break every chain, 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, wonderful name. Praise God. The family of God coming together, worshiping and honoring the Lord. Amen. That's what the devil meant for bad. God has meant for good. Amen. He didn't like he didn't like us talking about chains breaking. But God made a way that seems to be no way. He always does. Amen. Praise the wonderful name of the Lord. All right. This is the time of prayer, brothers and sisters. This is the time to intercede. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to his name. He is able to touch our lives and touch our hearts and our souls. And that we are to pray for God has commanded us to. Amen? If we love him, we obey him. Amen? And you know something the Lord told me the other day for something real simple? Don't panic. Just pray. Don't panic. Just pray. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. More faith. Uh, okay. Let me write that down. More faith and trust in him. Trust in every area of uh, trust in him in every area of life. Trust in him in every area of her life. All of us do. That's true. Amen. All right. Who else? Who else has a prayer request? Amen. We've come together in the name of Jesus. That we are here to support one another. We are here to pray for one another. We are here to be concerned about one another because they'll know we are Christians by what? By our love. And if you love someone, you'll care about them. And you'll pray for him. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise is one of a name. I won't. I won't. Amen. You know, uh, okay, let's see. Bear Paradigm. All right, brother. We'll be praying for you. What sign is it, brother? Left side or right side? All right, brother. Your back is aching too? Amen. Okay. Brother Paradigm, the left side. Okay, brother. Let's see, Brother Paradigm. Left side. He's healing. Brother Al, back aching. All right, brother. Brother Javon, Sis Barbara. 
would think that's Barbara Healer 7, right, brother? Barbara Healer 7. This Marietta and family. Anyone else? Praise the name of the Lord. The Lord knows what we're dealing with. The Lord knows what's happening in our lives. So each one of you, get the word out and know this for yourself. This Sunday, Brother Elwee uh, has got revelation from the Lord that we are to have a healing service and that we're going to come together for not three hours but four hours and that we're going to pray. And the Lord said he is going to give new organs to people, people who need new hearts, new kidneys, new livers. He is the creator. He's able to do this. And that he's going to heal and deliver and set people free. He's going to bring, there'll be salvation and there'll be life's change because the Lord Jesus is going to show up. Amen? So don't miss it. Sunday night from uh, 6 p.m. Central to 10 p.m. Central, my time, and y'all adjust it to yours. Uh, Brother Elvie, me, I think Brother Pablo and Sis Carla and Sis Amy will be there. We will be praying, and we will be calling out to the Lord and asking him to touch his people. Amen? Praise the name of the Lord. All right. We need to keep praying for the nation of Israel, I know. And let's see. Yeah, yeah, pray for America, Israel, and Middle East. That's right, Brother Javon. That's for sure. All three of them. Amen. America. Middle East. Israel. That is not from God. That is not from God. Who is that? Joel Jawadi? What do you say then? You don't see it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hang on, brother. Let me move up. Um, the thing's going five fast. Amen. Hey, brother, that's not from the Lord. He has best for you. Don't believe that lie. The Lord will provide. We just have to have, I mean, have faith and trust him and, and just be patient. It's his perfect way in time, but we will pray for you. Amen. We will pray against hopeless and depression in the name of Jesus. Amen. We will pray. Amen. Powerful. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's right. Prayer. What's going on there? We rebuke you, Satan, away from our brother in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Anyone else? Amen, Brother Javon. That's powerful. Yes, all glory to the Lord Jesus. Amen. Powerful. Hallelujah, brother. Powerful. Glory to his wonderful name. Amen. Hallelujah. That's our new catchphrase. Yeah, it's our new catchphrase with things that God does great. Powerful. Amen, brother. The Lord is powerful. Hallelujah. He has all power and authority. Glory to God. He has the keys of death and hell. Amen. He's in control. Not the devil, but the Lord Jesus is in control. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. 
God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Any other prayer requests? As we go to the Lord in prayer, that we need to pray for this service Sunday. Amen, for sure. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. It's powerful. And the other one is, don't panic. Just pray. Don't panic. Just pray. Put that one up, baby. Don't panic. Just pray. Hallelujah. All right, brothers and sisters. Amen. That's right. Praise God. All right, let's humble ourselves, brothers and sisters, and go before the Lord and pray uh, a prayer. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you and praise you. We praise you for this night. Father, thank you for the brethren. I thank you for all the sons and daughters in the family of God. I thank you for the servants of the Lord, Lord. And we come before you and know we can do nothing without you. Okay, we got back power here, but we're going to just go like this. Just hang in just like this. Yes, continue. Give me. Sorry, brothers and sisters. I uh, had something come up on blog top. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, we just thank you and just praise you. Lord, we humble ourselves before you. And we look to you, Lord. And we pray for the brethren. And we pray for our, our, our brothers and sisters in Christ. Father, I pray for Sis Bristol in the name of Jesus. Name of all names. Lord, that you give her more faith. You give her the gift of faith, I pray, by the Holy Spirit that you promised that you would. And, Lord, I pray that you would fill her with faith, faith in the Lord Jesus, faith in the Word of God, faith that the Holy Spirit gives good gifts. And, Lord, I would pray that she would trust, that she would trust you more, Lord. She would trust you more in every area of her life. Heart and soul, Lord, her heart and soul, in the name of Jesus, Father. Father God, we pray for Brother Paradigm, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would touch his side, Lord, and that you would heal him and take away these pains and aches and what is causing it. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord. I pray that if it's a strained muscle, that you would bring that muscle back into the form it is supposed to be. In the name of Jesus, Father. Father God, I pray for Brother Al. And Lord God, I pray you touch his back. And Lord, you would strengthen his back and renew his back and take away this aching pain or what's causing it. In the name of Jesus, Father. Hallelujah. Lord God, we pray for Sis Barbara, Healer 7. Lord, we thank you for the progress and what's happening in her life, that you would totally heal her and lift her up and strengthen her. And Brother Dan, as they stand in service to the Lord God, watch over and protect them. Lord, we pray for our sis, Sister Marietta, and her family. We pray for sis, and Lord, we pray that, Lord, she would come and be part of the brothers and sisters at the Lord's hour, Lord, that she don't need to be like Thomas out by herself, but she needs to be here with her brothers and sisters. But we pray for her. We don't know what's all going on, but we pray for her, and we're concerned about her, and we're praying in the name of Jesus, and that you are close to her where she's at, Lord. 
and we thank you, Lord. Father God, we pray for Brother Joel Jawadi. Satan, take your hands off God's property in the name of Jesus. You have no place to bring depression and being down. And, Lord, there's no hope. No, Lord, you are the God of hope. You are the blessed hope. And I pray that you would bless Brother Jawadi. Lord, I pray you would anoint him and refresh him in the name of Jesus and know that he's not alone, that you're right there with him, Lord, that you never will leave him or forsake him. And, Lord, that you love him and you're with him by your spirit because your spirit lives within you and that there is no condemnation in those that are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Greater is he who is within us than he is in the world. And we, we, we pray that over Brother Jawadi, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for America, the Middle East, and Israel. And what do we all need? We need you. We need you, Lord, that you are king and Lord and God, and that we need to look to you. We need to be a nation that has not forgotten God, but remembers our Lord and our God. Father God, we pray for the Sunday service. Lord God, we pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you show up. Just show up, Lord. Just show up in your love and your power. And, Lord, we pray that the Holy will come in great power and anoint us. And we will be humble servants for you, Lord. And it will be for all your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise God, brothers and sisters, as we come toward the end. This is a song the Lord has shown us. It's an old song. Of course, the Lord has done it, shown us many old songs. And uh, it's from a group I didn't know, but I heard it. It's very powerful by the word. And this is uh, um, the song of, uh, um, another one, the, uh, it's the, the scripture over there. I thought it was the right page. I had the words over there in the notes, notes over here. Yeah. Anyway, this song is called Soon. Amen. This song is called Soon. I hope you enjoy and understand what it's saying to us. Probably the last page. Oh. 